Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is for you. This is Janet, and I'm so excited. It's Wednesday. It's a great, been a great week, and it promises to be a great week coming up. Anyway, I just want to give you a brief rundown. First of all, because I always forget, if you want to contact me, it's Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. If you want to call, that's for emails. If you want to call in, it's 646-668-8565. Now, I am doing a healing at the latter part of the show on Anshul from India. He did send me an email last night asking if he needed to call in, and he does not, and I told him that. But Anshul, if you are listening, the number to call in, if you'd like, and I don't have a clue what how you would reach us from India, but anyway, I think you you can figure that out, is 646-668-8565. That's it again. Okay. Now, today's show promises to be very interesting, and I don't think we actually got any ads about it. So most of you guys may not know what it's about. It's... um, it's about understanding unity and what that means and at one minute and what that means. <laughs> um, anyway, before I get to the show, before I get to the topic, I want to say welcome to Hero School, Hero Superhero School. And I want to just mention that I did go to Arizona this past week and was on a TV show there for three, four, five minutes. It was very short, but really fun. Every time I do, this is the second time I've been on TV, and it was, it's again a learning experience. I don't think I was, uh, I'm still in a state of practice, shall we say, and, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. The people there couldn't have been nicer. The host was a, a woman named Sandy Moss. She was terrific. Everyone at the station was fabulous. Uh, it's just, I've been very fortunate to have my first couple of times in such, you know, easygoing, wonderful environments. And again, I did go through some learning, which is exciting. I <laughs> I really, you know, we have to get our feet wet no matter what we do that's new. And so it was, it was a great learning experience. I, I fully enjoyed it. And, and as well as the, the state, the people there are just so nice. Uh, fellow, uh, whoever is listening from Arizona, just let me tell you, I used to live there. I lived in Tucson uh, many years ago. I lived there for about a year and absolutely loved it. And it just brought it all home. I haven't been back to Arizona in all these years. And I just, again, was impressed by the, the people. Just nice, genuine, down-to-earth, helpful, you know, for, for someone coming in and being whizzing through, doing whatever. It was just, it was perfect. I can't say enough good about it. Okay, 
Now, I do want to remind you guys, I did tell you, but if you weren't didn't tune in to last week, I am going away next week on Tuesday, going to Panama to see my sister and her husband. They have a place there that they go to in the winter. And I'm very excited about it, but I'm going to be gone for the next two shows, and there's no way for me to do it from Panama. They do have Wi-Fi, but it's not necessarily consistent. So I did a pre-tape show already, and I'm hoping to do another one. But my daughter is arriving in town tonight, and we're going away for a few days, and then I get back, and I have one day to get ready to go to Panama. So it's sort of a crazy time, but crazy fun, you know. I'm not positive I'll be able to get another pre-tape show done. I've just been slammed, as you can imagine, getting ready to go away. I've just a lot coming up, which is always fun and it's always good things. But I'm just may have run I, I may have run out of time, so there's a chance that I won't get a show done. Next week is done. I really want to get one done for the following week. I don't want to miss a week. There's just so much to to discuss. I'm so excited about it. And I've been hearing back from people, bits and pieces, certain shows really speak to them, you know. <laughs> so I just, I want to, as much as I can get out, so whoever, whatever show speaks to whomever, uh, I want to, I just want to get it out there. I have this real determination, but I'm not sure. So I'm just letting you know. Okay, now I see that Robin is on the phone. Hi, Robin. Robin, as you know, is my honorary co-host. She's been involved with this show right for so long now, calling in for healings for herself and her son, Ryan. And she's part of my meetup group, and I, she helps me out at the expos when I do it. I mean, she's just become such a such a dear friend, and I really, really love her. And just recently, was it last week? My gosh, I've been preparing so many shows uh, in the last few weeks. I I know if it was last week or the week before. Um, I think it was the week before. I did a healing on Ryan, and she wrote me to say that he got out of jail that last Wednesday. Okay, so he got out of jail last week, and he did spend five nights with them and finally went back to his place um, after that. And she said it was stressful to have him there. But they got a lot of stuff accomplished, and they ate very healthy, and they ate a lot, and he, she felt less reactive interacting with him than in the past. But it wasn't easy, so the good news is she's made progress, but, you know, as with all of us, there's more to go, I guess. I mean, anyway, but she she said that his illness is still very apparent, but she tries to focus on listening without arguing uh, and also to focus on their shared goals. So that's great. Robin, that's great. I think if we see some progress along the way, because this is a very difficult and very entrenched issue, that that's the good news is that we, we're seeing some progress. And I've been seeing it with you for for a long time. So it just continues to show itself. Okay. Now, <coughs> excuse me, guys. Okay. Um, now we need to move on to today's show on unity and at one mint. Uh, I love the little terms that the higher self throw at us, the at one mint. They, they 
they try to use our words and to give a connotation of a, of a concept that maybe we don't have an exact word for. Uh, I think we all understand at one minute, but what I find so interesting is the way it's spelled is A-T-O-N-E-M-E-N-T. And if you take out the dashes, it spells atonement. So I just found that very interesting. And maybe you'll see the connection when I finish, when I explain to you guys what they tell us about it. Okay? Now, first of all, as you guys know, we are not, we've not fully comprehended the idea of the higher heart consciousness energy as it relates to us on a personal level. We might have an intellectual understanding and as we move forward and hopefully you all are working with the higher heart consciousness energy, we all are moving more and more into connecting with that at more than the conscious level, at the feeling level. But the but the higher self going to explain that um, using this is very important because we need to become united within ourselves before we can move out and deal with the unity and harmony where the humanities are concerned. Because remember, we're pioneers. We're going to be those superheroes. We haven't moved there quite yet, but we're in process and we're making progress as as you know, um, so we're not quite there yet. Now, why aren't we quite there yet? Well, it's because at the psychological and the personality level, we still feel at times there's parts of us that just aren't right, that there's things about us that are unlikable or unacceptable, whether we think it's unlikable, it's un- unlikable and unacceptable by us or by others. Um <clears throat> You know, and, and in this way, we carry negative feelings about ourselves. But the higher self say again and again, if we could only go in and fully understand where these distortions that we carry come from, we would realize without a doubt that this viewpoint about ourselves is really just a program we've bought into. And I just... It's, that's really true, and it's based on what we brought forward with us from the soul at the soul level from those hundreds of thousands of lifetimes that we've lived, and we still carry all of that, all of those uh, altered realities, so to speak, uh, our energetic bag. We still carry that energetic baggage. So if we could only go in and see where we've been and see what we're carrying, we realize it's just a it's just an app. We don't need it anymore. We can delete that app, okay? We don't need to buy into the program. Now of course as you know, I'm I'm hoping that you understand that this is an it is in a nutshell how I approach the healings. I'm always working to dissolve or neutralize those misunderstandings, the misinterpretations, the misconceptions that we take on in all these lives. That's why I do the soul scan, the forever now moment, and all of that. This is because I'm trying to help you guys undo the program, move away, and not hook into it. So in those lives, we've been, in all of our lives, we've been, including this one, we've been conditioned, we've been molded from an early age, uh, not only by the people who play out the role of the parents, 
but also by the peer group, the teachers, the authorities, et cetera, et cetera. Is this sounding familiar to you guys? Uh, <laughs> um, and of course, I don't know how many of you heard the series I did on the astral last year, but of course, once we carry these distortions, so to speak, we draw in the matching energy from the astral, which continues to empower it. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> I'm not I'm not going to go into explaining all of that. So, but in any case. Um, just so you understand, this is what my book, Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe, is all about. It's trying to help you guys understand the program, how we got it, who we are, why we think the way we do, why we think the way we do about ourselves and about others. And it, then it gives you the techniques to get rid of the program. We we want to just be the pure and perfect perfect selves that we are to know that and live out of that place. But because we bought into the program, and I don't mean to minimize it in any way, it's an intense program. Hundreds of thousands of lives, guys. So many lives that it would be bizarre if we didn't buy into the program, if it didn't get very intense. But it is just a program. That's not who we are. It's absolutely not who we are. We are that purity and perfection of the pure soul essence. And my book, Soul Psychology, I really can't recommend it enough. It, it's going to answer so many questions and really help you get the big picture and then also give you a lot of um, support and help with helping to undo that, that programming that we all have taken on. Okay. Now, it's important that we understand harmony and inner peace and at one minute with the higher heart consciousness energy first for for ourselves, okay? Now, <clears throat> there will be, in essence, a kind of unity of purpose with others. Like, for example, we have a community now, the superhero community, the, the pioneers. Uh, we have a kind of community with uh, with all of us involved. However, just because we have a community, it doesn't mean that we all have to have collective agreement as to the specific way things should be done or a specific belief system that we should follow. It is not about... <clears throat> It, it, what it's about is that we're all going to play out our destiny patterns in different ways. We've all volunteered from the fifth dimension to and have returned as carrying the dual soul nature to assist the evolutionary movement of life at all levels uh, to accelerate it. I've, I've explained that to you again and again. But how each of us is going to fulfill is very distinctive, very individual. It's but no matter how we do fulfill, it's important that we have to be united with ourselves, in harmony with ourselves, and to be free to allow other individuals to be who they are and to accept at the deepest level that they can fulfill their purpose in a way that may be different than mine so or, or yours. So we want to be at one with 
the purpose within as well as to accept the at one with each individual having their own purpose. I, I don't know if I'm explaining too well, but in any case, we're we're about this community, this this community of uh of guys is in the dual soul nature is is about being a communications bridge, okay? It's not a process of taking the the philosophies and ideas of the fifth dimensional realm of the higher self and forcing them on anyone. It's a bridge that's built with the idea of allowing every individual to be who and what they are with the purpose of being at one with themselves, each of us, and also with the other individuals and groups, okay? So it's about creating a bridge of acceptance that allows all of us to be who we are, believe what we do, and and to believe and to accept everyone else as well, okay? So it's about becoming one with who we are, finding that unity within and accepting that each of us is our own snowflake, each of us is individual, and we're going to play out of this place of being the pioneer in as many ways as there are individuals. So again, it's not about imposing a philosophy. I'm not telling you guys just because I'm giving you higher self information. I'm not trying to say, you all have to believe it, guys. You have to follow it. You have to do what I say. This is the way of the world. No. I'm presenting you with ideas and concepts, giving you things that you maybe don't hear anywhere else. It's up to each individual to utilize that discernment to find within what resonates with you and to to utilize uh, if there's a te- uh, if there's a technique or a tool to find that unity within if you don't have this information you don't have the choice of whether it's something that might be of interest to you correct so i'm presenting information and this isn't about convincing anybody at all to believe it, to follow it, to anything. Of course, I can encourage, but along with the encouragement is always the idea that you go within and process it through your own pure soul essence, your own true soul essence, your own uh, facade soul essence. So you are utilizing the information, being discerning for what works with you. Okay? Now, So we're moving into this place of being the superheroes. We're moving into this place of being the pioneers. And we want to help create this bridge, uh, a bridge of basic understanding, basic acceptance of ourselves, of course, first, and of others. Now, it's really hard to look around the planet as it is today. I mean, we are in such chaotic times to think that there'll ever be a time when the various political and psychological factions or differences could ever live in peace and harmony, 
right? Now, this is a situation that has worsened over time and will continue to worsen because if you remember when I talked about the opening of the heart chakra, the the evolutionary thrust and the planetary's movement in its own right have opened up the higher heart well, the heart chakra of the planet, allowing more and more and more at an expanding rate of higher heart consciousness energy to move out around the planet. And it it has become intensified and it's triggering off that lower heart consciousness of, of humanities and of us. So it makes it really difficult because it's triggering off the lower heart consciousness, if you remember, so that people become aware and have an opportunity to dissolve it and deal with it. Okay, so, but those triggers, the triggering is is creating a lot of chaos around the world. But anyway, it makes it hard for us as we see the chaos. It makes it hard for us to get behind the idea that ultimately we're going to be bringing in, okay, peace and harmony and unity. Yet, it will be so... And from the moment in time you guys all volunteered to return to the planet at this point, we began the process, literally from the time we were born, we began the process to play that out. And part of the process was getting the patterns triggered, starting from childhood, getting the patterns triggered. I mean, not everyone started in childhood. Everyone started their unfoldment or their triggering uh, at different times. But in any case, we started the process, and we're in it now. We're big time in it, and many of you have already been very effective in moving through it and will continue to be so. But we are part of this big group, and there's millions of fifth dimensionals around the planet. We aren't alone. We're part of this big group that will assist in bringing positive energy to the planet, to all of the souls, um, and I'm encouraging you all to accept the idea that we will reach the point of, of at one with ourselves because simply because we've chosen to be here. We've chosen to be part of the mission here. All right. Now, even though we are unable from time to time still to comprehend our greatness, and I don't say that word in any egotistical kind of way. I'm talking about that purity of purpose, that sincerity of motive, that that absolutely pure and perfection, purity and perfection that we carry. Uh, even though we're not able to comprehend that all the time, we might understand it intellectually, but we're not feeling it all the time. It will nevertheless be carried through because as volunteers, to be on the planet at this point in time, to be going through to help carry out the new age and to help facilitate and the, not facilitate, the expanding on the higher heart consciousness that was played out 2,000 years ago. We're going to be expanding that as well. We have a kind of a double mission here. We will get to that point. So we will become part of the process that will bring at one and harmony and unity to the planet. Okay, I know it's still hard because we can't fully comprehend it, but we're moving that way. 
Now, I want to clarify the idea about the, uh, as you know, about the word unity on the planet. Okay, it, many times and um, in the past, and still you still hear about it from time to time. It is seen as it's going to be a planet with all the souls and all the minds that are going to be in one accord, um, one government, one philosophy, uh, all souls being in agreement with other souls. And I want to clarify that, that in fact, this doesn't really, uh, how do I say, it doesn't really jibe with <laughs> The idea that each knows each soul is a snowflake and an individual within his or her own right. Uh, so, in in reality, the unity and harmony and oneness on the planet as part of the new age will have souls in agreement at political and philosophical levels. Strike that will not necessarily have souls in agreement at political levels or philosophical levels. However, uh, why? Because souls are evolving and the souls are in a different place. Each individual soul is in a different place in its process. So there isn't going to be the kind of unity where everybody agrees with one idea, one concept, one government, one this, one that. It's it's not going to be that scenario because each individual is going to be at a different place. And so the differences in viewpoint are going to be the rule and will always be the rule. Okay? So what what this means is that the unity that we're bringing is that we're going to help others move to understand each other in a way one group is not going to interfere with the ideas and concepts of the other. It's not about imposing one set of belief systems, one set of philosophies, one type of government on others. It will move to the place where there's there won't be war and there won't be hatred and there won't be the need to coerce or to force unity and harmony, which has been the way the world so much, you know, up to this point and still going on. Instead, the different groups will accept that they each have different viewpoints and different ideas, and there will be space of acceptance among the groups. Do you understand what I mean? Because the each, the individuals in each group will recognize the right of the individuals in the other groups to exist, to believe what they want to believe, whatever they desire, to live how they desire to live. So it isn't going to be about coercion and right and wrong. It's about acceptance, and that acceptance will create the space, the acceptance of the individuals within the groups of themselves and then of the differences of the other groups. And we're moving to that place, aren't we? We see it. We see it. We have acceptance of uh, marriage with same-sex partners. We have acceptance of transgender individuals. Does it have a way to go? Of course. But 
25 years ago, some of the things that are happening on this planet would not ever be happening. It has you can see the progress. You can see that people are accepting more and more. Now, don't be fooled because we have a lot of hatred and uh, negativity in process around the planet. Don't be fooled that we're going backwards. Remember, evolution doesn't go backwards. It's simply an indication that the higher heart consciousness energy is out there triggering the lower heart consciousness. And it offers everybody an opportunity to become aware, to learn and grow and decide if this is the way they want to live. Okay? And so we see this being triggered. We know it's going on in our political process. No matter what you feel, it's going on. But we, I don't want you guys to feel like we're going backwards. In fact, we're not. It's just that the energies on the planet are absolutely intense now and will continue to get more intense and have brought all these opportunities for these souls to grow. And part of the growth process is going through whatever it is you're going through. If you happen to be a soldier and you lose your leg in the war for some reason, you're going to go through a process of acclimating to the new the new change it usually doesn't come in instantaneously so it may be months you may go through a period of despair because you can't do and be the same person exactly that you were before you lost a leg or both legs or whatever it is that happened to you it's a process and so even though we see a lot of this stuff being triggered off first let's look at it as these are this is opportunity for souls to be like this, to go through these processes. And they will. And some will not find their way through their, their quote-unquote lower heart consciousness. They may not find their way through in this month, this year, this five years, or even this life. It may take a few more times to work through the hatred or the anger or whatever it is that is being triggered off by this energy so but but know that no soul is lost and it absolutely is an indicator that a lot good is going on around the planet and guys we're all being triggered too even though we don't carry the lower heart consciousness in quite the same way because the facade souls we took on did not carry the animal nature so we don't have to undo all of that which you know that's nice but we still have an awful lot of stuff an awful lot of energetic baggage that incorporates the belief systems of the individuals carrying the animal nature and some of those many eons of lifetimes we went through that we grew up with so we still carry elements very, very similar elements. So we have to go through this too. We are all being triggered as well. And <clears throat> this is this is a good thing because as we release, as we clear away these parts of our energetic baggage that we don't want that make our lives unhappy, we're going to improve our lives, but we're also going to move more and more into the place where we can be those pioneers that 
we're going to be, okay? And we're not going to be pioneers in that we're going to force uh, the fifth dimensional philosophy on anyone. It's about offering ideas and concepts. It's about, it's the process of, <clears throat> of becoming one and in harmony with ourselves and then being the living example to others. We're going to reach a point, I know it might be hard to get grasp this, but we're going to reach a point where we're in a non-judgmental state both consciously and unconsciously, uh, we're not going to be judging ourselves or others. So we all have the ability. We're all moving to in that direction, uh, bringing it into that fourth dimensional human facade that we have. Of course, we carry it already at that fifth dimensional level. Uh, and I'm sure at some, that for all of us, we have a glimmer, we have a sense, we, we have some connection to what, what I'm saying, the true power that we have, but we may not yet be fully have moved into that feeling and knowing it. But I want to remind you, we are perfect. We will get to the point where we understand that. We are not in the process flawed to be in the process of becoming the diamond. We already are the diamond. We're in the process of clearing away the dirt around the diamond so we can actually see what we are, okay? So, the only thing that stands between us and our own empowerment at that fourth dimensional level is literally our inability at this point to accept it. But we're getting there. We have to, we're taking steps. We have to be excited and keep in mind that we're in a process and that's where we're going. So, Bottom line, we're superheroes. We haven't fully accepted that. But we're in process and we're right where we need to be in superhero school, guys. We're learning how to cooperate with the evolutionary thrust energies that is going that is moving us toward the knowingness of our perfection. And the more we commit to ourselves, the more easily we move forward. And I hope all of you are becoming comfortable and used to, you know, moving into the higher heart consciousness energy and or your true soul essence and or your pure soul essence and or the power of the miraculous and or the creative life force energies. I present Every week, new ideas, new concepts, and often new energies or new approaches to use the divine energies. So whatever speaks to you, in whatever combination and permutation, I'm hoping you will exper experiment, utilize it, and or find your own way with it. Uh, I have many uh, clients and people that come to my groups that uh, are very involved in various other elements. Uh, I, I have uh, someone who comes to, I've had, I think, only one session with her, but she comes to some of the meetups. She's come to a workshop. She's been very involved with the Kabbalah. And she's able to dovetail a lot of what's being carried, what is, uh, what I, the higher self information, with what she's learned from the Kabbalah. And she's moving through the areas of confusion or the areas of of uh, dissonance or whatever 
that she's had, and she's applying it all to herself. And so it isn't about saying, you can't be studying the Kabbalah. You utilize the energies, the exercises with whatever you're already doing. There isn't any aspect of this information that says you have to give up something else. You have to uh, do it one way. It is about taking the concepts, taking the ideas, utilizing it in the way that works for you. That's what the higher self is trying to say. Even though we're a big community, we're in superhero school, we we are moving into the sense of at one minute with ourselves and with each other. But that carries that level of acceptance that there isn't one right way, one right thing. It's about finding our way, each individual. Okay. Now, in fact, I'm not going to be doing an exercise with related to this, however, because I have a healing to do. I don't remember if I mentioned it at the beginning. Uh, oh, I did, about Angel. I, I'm not positive I'm pronouncing it right. If I'm mispronouncing it, I'm, I'm sorry. But Angel actually had a healing back in 2014, I think in December, and I don't remember it very well. But he has written in, he's now been listening to the Fifth Dimensional stuff, and he really related to that innate desire to love and be loved. And he just could feel that and, and at, at a feeling level. But it brought up a very serious question for him, which he wrote me about and he wants to have a healing on. So I'm moving to do Anshul's healing. And I think everyone is going to be able to relate to this. Okay, here's what he says. He says, I resonated with the information but was confused of why I get angry so easily. And when I do, why does it overpower all the feelings of love? Okay. And he says that the energy of anger hijacks all other emotions as well. Now, I love that because he's so right. And I'm just going to tell you more about what he says. But anyway, he continues to say he's struggling to be in control but he feels like a failure every time that he gets angry and he fails to and he's not responding with love. So he wants to move into the alignment of the love energy uh, without having to deal with the external uh, that trigger or the tr- being having the anger triggered when something in the external part of his life um, triggers him off. He said he feels powerless. He says that the anger robs him of the love uh, and the sweetness. He And he says when he's overpowered and hijacked by the anger, he wants to hurt someone uh, verbally. Uh, I don't think he meant, uh, I'm pretty sure he didn't mean physically, but he wants to hurt someone. And it, it's the same whether he, it's someone he, it's just, some individual that he doesn't even know or whether it's somebody who's really close with. The anger brings up that desire to hurt and to wound, and he's just miserable about it. Uh, He wants to know what the anger is all about. He wants to know why he's stuck and how to get out of it and how to be in control. Now, he did have some theories as to where the anger was coming from, uh, and they certainly... I'm just letting Anshul know, because he'll be listening to this if he isn't at the moment, 
they are certainly relevant and could be part of what's going on for him. But I want to just go into the healing and see what comes up there, okay, rather than theorize first. I prefer to be in frequency and see where we go. But, you know, Anshul has absolutely hit the nail on the head, and I think we all know this, that anger is powerful and it's the ultimate justifier. It gives us, when we get angry to that intense degree, it gives us permission to do and say anything because we believe in that moment the anger justifies us because we believe that someone or something else has done us wrong. It takes completely overtakes us, as do any emotions that are really, really intense. However, but when we come out of the anger, we're often devastated, just like Angel, about what we said or what we did. And we can move into regret or despair or even self-hatred. So anger is really, it's really difficult and it has a terrible aftermath. Uh, And it's a perfect subject to work on today because we want to heal the hatred. We want to heal the anger. We want to help ourselves become more in tune and at one with ourselves. And we can do that when we work to dissolve and neutralize the, uh, the judgments. Okay, and getting rid of this, the, the, the anger that gets triggered off by the externals in the life pattern, whether it's individuals or situations or conditions, by releasing the anger, we will have more balance and harmony and unity, and we will accept more of who we are, love who we are, and it will help us not only unfold more happy lives, but also to be that role model for others. Uh, I do want to just say it isn't about controlling anger. And I think you you guys understand that at some level. When we control anger, we're either repressing it or we're uh, somehow, um, it's a coping mechanism, controlling ex- anger. It's not getting rid of the anger. It It doesn't help. As a matter of fact, it can empower the anger and make it worse. So it isn't about control. We do want to dissolve and neutralize those internal judgments, the beliefs, the hurts, and whatever that are being triggered, okay, by something. And once we dissolve those and neutralize those, the things in the outer reality have nothing left to trigger. So we aren't going to move into that place of judgment, of uh, anger, of rage, of hate, self-hatred or whatever. We're not going to move into that. So it isn't about control. It's about dissolving and uh, neutralizing, uh, moving that anger out and away. Okay, so now we're going to go in and we're going to do the healing for Angel. And I uh, do appreciate the opportunity that he, I'm so glad that he wrote in. And again, I will encourage everyone to do so because as you can see, there isn't a request. I can't imagine there's a request that wouldn't tie in to some of the information I've talked about. He wants to get to that place where that innate desire to love and be loved is present and operational and he can connect with that love energy without being hijacked by these intense emotions and for in, in this case, the anger. But and now we're talking about unity within the self 
this is exactly what we need to do. This is an element that we all carry. Uh, there isn't anyone that hasn't gotten had many moments of intense anger, and if not in this life, certainly in most of your other lives, anger is part of the human condition, guys. There's no judgment about it. This is part of what we've taken on. This is part of what we have developed. It's part of the conditioning process that we've all been in. So let's work on it. Let, let's get a, get to this piece that is keeping us from being at one with the purity and perfection of who we are. Okay. So as usual, I want everyone to get comfortable, take a few deep breaths. Just have to get the sip of water for myself since I yak, yak, yak. Okay. Take a few deep breaths and I encourage you to to close your eyes if you can, if you can't, don't worry, uh, and bring that focus of attention right in to the right here, right now, and we are going to set up the now moment. And I, I don't say it much anymore, but I always see immediately the symbol of all of us, the listeners, past, present, and future, sitting on a symbolic wheel rim, the rim of a wheel, the kind of wheel that the old-fashioned carriages, uh, wagons had with spokes that came into a center hub and that's exactly what I'm seeing and the rim of the wheel does seem to expand every week it's as if there are more and more listeners that come in and not all of them actually are in body which is very interesting the there are listeners that come in and they uh, that they're out of body and they come in to utilize the healing energies. So <clears throat> I am seeing that and I am seeing the now moment being set up. It's as if the higher self, they're bringing it to surround the totality of all those who are present. Um, the it's, it's just surrounding all of us. And I do see Anshul here. Uh, he is present he's still he's on the rim but uh the higher self indicated to me where he is and i think at some point we'll be bringing him out to the hub uh bringing him to the center uh, of the wheel but in any case right now we want to continue to focus and use our focus of attention that turn on switch to expand the now moment energy to fully encompass the totality of the soul process for each and every individual here, which means it's going to include the totality of the past nows, this present now, and all the future nows. Remember, uh, the past nows are definitive. There is a past now symbolic uh, beginning where we all started as minerals. However, the future nows continue to be a dynamic process. So the forever now moment that we've moved into actually grows as we do the healing and it will always grow because in fact the now the future nows continue to expand at forever. So there will never be it will never be done. And I the higher self wanted me to remind you of that. Okay, so we are in process. That's kind of the point. And the next part of the focus of attention is on that pure soul essence, that symbolic sunlight within 
that incredible, pure and perfect and most potent point, point of power that we all carry. This houses the power of the miraculous. This houses all the divine energies, anything and everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. This is who we truly are. And we're in process to know that, to get to the space where we know that. And we are getting there. We are moving closer and closer. And I'm sure we all have moments where we really connect with that at the feeling level. It may not stay. We may move out of it. But if you've had a feeling, a moment, um, a few moments, some time where you did sense this incredible purity, that is great because we're only going to build on that. Okay. So now we're going to focus our attention on expanding that divine light, moving it in through around the totality of who we are at the physical level between the particles so that we are filling the physical body with the totality of this beautiful um, pure soul essence light. And in fact, each and every particle within the body carries its own pure soul essence. And we, I want each and every one of us to become aware that we are amalgamating or merging with the purity, uh, the pure soul essence of each particle, okay, which has intensified the energy in the physical body just because we've brought it to consciousness. All right, so now we're going to continue to expand the light in through and around the totality of who we are at the mind level, meaning we're encompassing the totality of the etheric bodies, and we're going to continue to move this energy to fill the forever now moment to become one with it at the soul level. So the forever now moment is absolutely filling with a brilliant, brilliant white light. It is the amalgamation of the totality of all of the pure soul essence that we carry, and it is filling this forever now moment and symbolically it's moving across the universe and as I see every week now all legions of souls come in and partake of the light. The souls are for the most part souls that are unaware they carry their own light and they don't have the concepts of how to utilize their own light as yet. So they do partake of other light, and that's fine. We are never hurt or harmed by facilitating the evolutionary process of any soul by supplying this light. We're connected to an endless, infinite resource, and we are in this way helping these other souls. And it's just beautiful, um, just beautiful. Okay, so the next step is to move the forever now moment into that womb space of the originating source to become one with that creative life force energy field, the energy field that is what gave birth to the universe as we know it and continues to give birth to the universe. It is extremely powerful and it will bring in the uh, the giving birth to Angel and every all of you giving uh, birth to you at a higher frequency level, higher level of awareness, a higher level of healing. It is going to be working to help each and every one of us become more connected, more at one with who we are. Okay, I want to activate the rainbow bridge energy for each of us, and it is moving into place as well. It at first connects us all at the chakra level 
to the originating source, then it actually creates the bridge process where the columns of light from the originating source that are connecting us at, with the, the chakras of all the originating source, ch- connecting our chakras, are creating these these bands of light that move out through the heart center toward the hub. In other words, the spokes of the wheel, and there's thousands and tens of thousands, I would guess, um, created from the listeners past, present, and future, and also the souls that have come in to be part of the healing. I see just an inordinate amount of bridges moving to the hub, and Anshul has literally jumped right on the hub. He like can't wait to get going because at that inner level, he's despairing about this anger. Now, what I want to do is I want to first create the healing circle energies that I have started, and I may have started them in the pre-tape show I already did. I think I started it last week. I'm sorry, but I've been doing so many preps and shows that I'm not sure of the timing here. But the we're, we're going to be creating a, a healing circle, uh, hopefully every week. I don't know if I did on the pre-tape show. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll get in the flow at some point. So in any case, Angela is already on the hub, and that's fine. But right now, we want to call in to this, to surround this group, the higher heart consciousness energy. And so the energy is being actively brought in from the originating source, de-intensifying down to the point where it can move in and encompass the totality of who we all are. It is beautiful energy. It is a pink. I see it as pink. If you see it as a different color, you don't see any color at all. Please do not worry. Uh, we're, I, I'm processing it through my own mind, as each and every one of us are. Uh, not only will we have different perceptions, but our own perceptions will shift over time. So right now, this beautiful higher heart consciousness energy is moving in through and around and surrounding the totality of who we are. It carries the flex of silver and gold, silver being the feminine nature or the feminine principle. The gold is the male nature, the male principle. And those flex, um, when they join, they give birth to the higher heart consciousness energy uh, within each of us. So it's a beautiful energy. It's very, very powerful. It is the highest level of healing energy we have available to us in the human kingdom. Now, the next energy we're going to bring in is the energy of uh, the, well, I don't know which one to, to do first, the creative life force. We can bring that in. That also is an energy. I see that one as white with a flex of silver and gold. It is absolutely powerful. And again, it wants to give birth to. Now, we're already within the creative life force, but I want this healing circle to be, uh, I want it to be a place for each and every one of you to move into, to put situations and conditions in. We're doing it during the healing, but it is available to each and every one of us all day long as we work, go through our day. So I want to put in the, the uh, creative life force energy. I want to put in divine forgiveness. 
I want to put in the power of the miraculous. I want to put in the desire to heal and to accept or to accept the healing. So divine acceptance and also so a new energy, the higher self are indicating to me, it's not new to me, but it may be new to you, is something they call evolutionary enlightenment. This is a very powerful evolutionary, uh, I mean, powerful divine energy that will facilitate the evolutionary process, especially of those that are on the instinctive will. It, it uh, really helps souls that are moving through the mineral plant and animal kingdom. It helps them evolutionarily. And we all have pets. We all love, well, I don't know all, but many of us have pets. Many of us love animals. Many of us are drawn to plants, flowers, what fruits, vegetables, whatever. And so you are able to feel confident no matter what you put in this healing circle that those souls are going to get help. Now, the healing circle, in fact, contains every divine energy. But the, the higher selves are indicating to me that the by naming the energies that I'm putting in the, the healing circle for you now, it helps bring to consciousness. It allows you to relate to the fact that, okay, it's carrying evolutionary enlightenment, for example. I can put in my animals. I can put in uh, my the, the plants that are having problems in my backyard. I can put in um, the, as you drive through a beautiful canyon or a place of nature, you can put in the the rock. You can put in the rocks, the crystals, the crystals, everything. You can put in this healing circle. So it is Every soul at every level can get help with this healing circle, and it's available to you, to everyone. Uh, often, I, as I'm driving around town, I see homeless people, or I see someone who is using crutches, or is on a walker, or is infirm in some way. There's an accident. I put people in, you know, everybody known and unknown, because I often don't know anything about the individuals. You know, you're just driving by an accident. I just am always putting things, situations, and conditions. I see, you know, a lot of the uh, upset around the world, uh, the political clashes and all of that. I move those situations, those conditions into the healing circle as well. Now, we're we're not going to see miraculous suddenly you put stuff in the healing circle and you might see you know you the expectation or the hope would be that you see immediate change but it just doesn't excuse me it just doesn't work that way guys because the individuals involved in these situations have to make the decision at the soul level to take that healing in um so but it always is a help whether we can see the results or not it is going to help. Okay. So we have this beautiful energy of the healing circle here. It is expanded. It's totally encompassing the totality of all who we are. And it will continue to, to expand and as big as it needs to be. There's no limitation here with the for the size. And higher selves will be manning this, this healing circle 24-7 and will be able to 
as long as the soul or souls are willing, whatever point in time, they will receive the energy. And then later date, they might be ready to receive more. They will, once in the healing circle, the the healing will continue as long as the souls involved, whatever level they're at, will, uh, well, of course, the the human level, we have to give permission. But the the lower levels of the souls of the mineral plant and the animal, it isn't about permission. It is, of course, their instinctive will is guided by the pure soul essence. So it's the pure soul essence that will be determining what part of the soul, uh, I mean, what part of the energy is needed and necessary at a certain time. So in any case, that's the way it works, guys. And I just really encourage you to utilize this powerful energy. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, <laughs> there's Anshul uh, on the hub, and he is very patiently waiting. He's just standing there taking in all of that healing circle energy. He's totally uh, loving the energy, and he's moving with it, uh, but he does want to, and he is determined to deal with this anger issue. It is it's basically eating him up alive. He is very, very uh, upset about it. So let me just see where the healing is going to take where the higher self. Oh, did I forgot, speaking of higher selves, I want to amalgamate with the totality of the conglomerate higher self. I always see them here once these healings start, but I do want to put it into consciousness uh, that we are becoming one with the totality of the higher self at the conglomerate level. This is important for me because I do pick up the information, the way to go, the threads from the angels' higher self. And um, so I want to be working always from the highest ideal for Anshul. Okay. Well, he was standing on the hub. And when I focused on him just after we amalgamated, he got down on one knee and he's bending down like in supplication almost like you know like he's it's almost like he's in a state of prayer or begging for the energies on high and he's coming to this this healing with a sense of he's less than and that he's he may not deserve it but he is asking for the higher power, so to speak, to come and help him. And he's he feels that he's he's got some real confusion about humility versus ego. And he did say something about ego and those things that he was um, suggesting to me and he has misunderstanding about ego, and I do see that coming into play. He feels like he has to dissolve all ego, become totally humble in order to be deserving of help from the higher power. So, Anshul, when you do listen to this, it's really important you begin to release the concepts, the ideas, and the beliefs that it's the higher power whatever that may mean, and it's meant something different to you in different lives, I want you to release the idea that that higher power is going to save you. 
This is really important, and this is part of a lot of what we carry. The higher power concept is whether you call it a god or the universal source or you call it the originating source or you call it Allah or you call it Jehovah, whatever you call that higher power, um, it's, 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 we've taken on and we're conditioned over the eons of lives to believe in some way that we have to be a certain way in order to get to the point where the uh, higher power is going to save us. And so the whole orientation is, you know, to, to focus on not accepting who we are, not seeing that we carry the purity and perfection within, not becoming at one with who we are, but rather the focus has become to kind of dissolve who we are and to move away from who we are and not accept who we are so that we can have the proper humility and the proper um, way of being so that the higher power, whatever it is in the belief systems, and there's many, uh, so that that can move in and do for us. Now, and this is a and very, very, uh, it holds us stuck. This is really uh, holding Anshul stuck. And it's holding a lot of us stuck because even if we don't feel that at the conscious mind, we've all gone through societies and cultures where this belief type of belief system came into play. And so I want Anshul, I want you and all the listeners to please begin to release the idea that there is a higher power that is going to save uh, that is going to move in and make you worthy in some way. And also to release the whole idea that we have to dissolve, move away, uh, repress, control, who, not even control, repress who we are to become something we aren't in order to be saved. Oh my gosh, this is really painful. Anshul, I'm, I'm really feeling it from you. I want you to let go as much as you can of this idea that you, that you are unacceptable, that you are unable to do it for yourself, that you don't carry any of the power within. Even if the conscious mind, you know you have the pure soul essence at the deeper conditioned level the soul is convinced that you can't accept who you are because if you accept who you are, you're being egotistical, you're being, uh, you know, you're putting yourself up higher than the higher, higher power in some ways, that somehow the, the whole idea of the self is a negative thing. And I really want you all to release that, to let go, Anshul, let go of that belief system that there's something very negative or very egotistical or very, um, that needs to be gotten rid of in order to be deserving or to be uh, able to be saved by the higher power. It's as if the higher power is waiting for us to dissolve more and more of who we are until we get to the point where we're nothing and then the higher self, the higher power will come in and save us. And I want all of that kind of pattern to be released. It's just literally hurting me inside because the, the nature of the pain is very difficult because we are who we are. 
we, we to try to dissolve it and move away from who we are is is so painful it's as if we're wiping and erasing ourselves it is very painful there is a lot of pain and suffering coming here and i do believe that anchel has absolutely been working at this the intention uh and we've all been through this kind of thing the intention is good the intention is wanting to do the right thing and then the despair comes when erasing ourselves hasn't been good enough and we still get angry we still get hijacked we still lose the feelings of love and the the reason is is the pathway to self-love is not about re- erasing ourselves it's not about uh becoming so humble that we we we're nothing we have to that we have to move into the place of being nothing and being directed and led and uh being the puppet of this higher power and in fact the higher power as i've said you know we're part of the free will kingdom the higher power can't direct us in any way until we're willing to be directed so we act almost as if we're puppets and that the higher power is the puppeteer when in fact there isn't any puppeteer there isn't any any higher power that is pulling the strings we as part of our journey and it's so hard to move into this kind of new ideas sometimes sometimes it's easy and it's sometimes like oh wow well that makes sense but sometimes it's difficult because we've been so conditioned so i really want i want all of you and angel you specifically to really begin not to begin but to continue because you are doing some releases this is actually uh, hard the release is not coming hard and fast like i would uh want to see it so we want to work a little bit more on because at some part and maybe consciously at the mind level logically it's making sense to you but at the soul level there's a pretty entrenched entrenched kind of belief system around this and so it's i'm seeing release but it's not zooming out like i want to see there is some you're allowing some okay well i'll give you this a piece here a piece there but there is uh it's slow so i want to call in clarity of vision and divine uh, and expanded perception i want to call in the divine um symbolic liquid plumber to help dissolve some of these old de- belief systems that are holding us uh holding you stuck um holding on to these belief patterns when we hear something enough it gets to the point that it's like a solidified truth we don't even question it anymore it's so clear so obvious we just assume if that's the way it is and we don't even question it anymore and there's a part of your soul that is very much in that place there's a solidified truth here that is that is uh coming up and the the good news is that i i need this divine liquid plumber to start to dissolve this solidified truth because it's like it's just sort of stuck there a little bit is coming out a little bit here a little bit there i want the divine liquid plumber i want to call in divine love and that clarity of vision um the 
This is also a big part of the anger issue, and I'm going to tell you why. When we try with good intentions to do exactly what we have been instructed to do by the spiritual authorities in these various lives, uh, including this one, and I don't have a clue what Anshul would believe or or whether you believe anything in this life and whether it's all past lives, but when we are told what it is we're supposed to do, whether it's by the spiritual authorities, even the metaphysical, the New Age uh, teachings, whatever it is, when we do exactly what they're, they tell us to do and we still have problems in our lives, we still aren't happy, we still get angry, we still whatever, this is part of the rage, the frustration, the anger, you know, the intentions were so good. It was so important trying to do and be the best that we're, we are. Um, but then it doesn't, we feel like failures because it's not happening for us. So the, we still have problems. We still get angry. We still, we still, we still. And so I want you to begin to release the anger portion of this pattern. Okay. And the anger is coming up. I'm feeling that the coming up a little bit better than the other. So we're, it's probably something we have to work on in order to uh, jiggle loose more of the solidified truth. So let's get let's get some of that anger and despair out, and that rage, and that is carrying self hatred. It is absolutely carrying self hatred, and I do see it coming out the chest, the throat, and the mouth. It's as if all the rage and anger at the self gets triggered and is attached to others. Because bottom line, when something happens out there that hurts us, for example, it's really tapping the anger at our tapping into and triggering off anger at ourselves. Well, it must be my fault because we have all those judgments that we carry. And those may not come up at first, but we justify uh, I'm skipping ahead here. Uh, okay, what happens when we get angry? That enables, that kind of frees us from looking at the self-blame, the finding fault with ourselves, because now it's somebody else's fault. They cut me off of traffic. They they uh, did me wrong. They betrayed me. They abandoned me. They uh, took my job. They whatever. And so it takes the focus of attention off all the bad, the the upset and the hurt that we have ourselves. And, and we've all experienced all of those things. And we've all taken in that hurt and the pain and the self-judgment over many, many lives. So it's, it's complicated, guys, but it's all tapping into all of that. And Angel, I do see a tremendous amount of release here. It's really good. Now, the um there's a lot of misunderstandings here i do see a lot of stuff coming out the top of the head it's all moving all of this stuff of course moves into your light it's dissolved it's neutralized and it's absorbed by the light and but it's continuing to move i'm still seeing a lot of heartache and a lot of heartbreak there's a lot of pain and suffering here from uh as as you guys are, have heard me say a lot there's a lot of pain and suffering here uh, for many, many lives. And as the pain and suffering um, became more and more intense, it 
it brought with it the motivation and the intention to do something to help yourself. And it is a big part of your motivation to move forward and to be spiritual and to heal and to find ways to be, uh, to heal. Uh, and this in part is behind the pure intention that you've had to follow the teachings and to, to erase yourself, so to speak, not to accept yourself. Uh, and then, and then on top of that, of course, comes the frustration, the rage, the um, the despair that you tried so hard and it didn't come to fruition. It's because we're all moving to the place, including Anshul, of and now these kind of things are being triggered by the higher heart consciousness energy that's moving across the planet. We are being triggered to release, to become aware of these misunderstandings that we carry, these misconceptions, so that we can move to let them go. And this is exactly why it just kept triggering off this anger to the point where, you know, you reached out and you said, wait a minute, there's got to be more here. Uh, something can help this, I know. And so you've reached out and I want you to just keep releasing and I'm finally beginning to see more of that solidified truth coming out. Um, it's it's buried in the stomach area because it makes you feel powerless, which is exactly what you said to me. And I see the sense of powerlessness and helplessness because when we erase ourselves, we basically don't tune in to that power that we carry, that purest, most perfect, most potent point of power, that pure soul essence. So that's what's happened. It's just created the sense of powerlessness, that waiting game that I've talked about many times, where when we put our salvation or we are, when we blame something outside of ourselves that puts us into that powerless waiting game, we become the victim, waiting for somebody else to do it for us, to fix us, to make us happy, to uh, fulfill us, to love us, to whatever it is that we end up waiting for. And so in this way, it's very similar. And the powerlessness is just big. So I want you to, to focus on the idea that you're letting a lot of stuff out of the lower torso, out of the, the, the um, solar plexus area. It's carrying with it helplessness and hopelessness as well. It's just an area that comes into play throughout the life pattern. And it's part of the anger because... Too, because when we feel powerless and helpless, it's even uh, more frustrating when something happens that we, you know, something out of left field, as I said, a car cuts you off. I mean, that's a silly example, but in any case, it's a very real example that is, you know, we've all experienced that we get angry if somebody does something when we're driving around somewhere. Uh, it can happen, of course, any other time. Uh, we can be in the grocery store and somebody comes, cuts them in front of us in line. We can be whatever. And we can get angry. It came out of left field and we it, it wasn't us. It was somebody else doing it to us. That's our viewpoint. And so we want to release this whole idea of and, and let go, Angel, of all of this, this sense of um, 
it's out of your control, that it's not of your choosing, that there's nothing you can do with these kind of situations. Well, it is the belief system itself that draws in the situations and conditions that will empower that belief system. That's how it works, guys. When we carry these belief systems, when we have these uh, this energetic baggage that we've taken on over eons of lifetimes, if we believe that we're powerless, we'll bring in situations and conditions that will validate that belief. We will feel powerless then. In, in them, okay? As we release more and more of the idea of powerlessness, more and more of the idea that we're victims, more and more of the idea that somebody else is going to be or something else is going to do it for us, uh, the less we're going to draw in those situations. And as we release more and more of this stuff, you're just not going to happen to you. <laughs> they happen, but less and less often, and you just continue to release more and more of the air, the uh, layers. And then when they happen too, we're, we get to the point where we recognize, oh, okay, we still carry some of that those belief systems, so let's release more. And we are just dissolving more and more of our layers in this way. And I have to say, Angel, you just stood up, okay? Symbolically, you stood up. I feel this sense of uh, you can actually breathe. There's a sense of it's okay to accept myself. I want to call in divine acceptance, uh, the divine yes, uh, that it isn't about ego. That's the mistake that we make, that if we, that the belief system is polar in nature so often. So the idea is if we um, start to accept ourselves instead of erasing ourselves, instead of becoming something that somebody in the external parts of our lives over many lifetimes has told us to be in order to deserve to be saved uh, by the higher power. We sort of think, well, if we're going to rela release those those belief systems, that immediately we're going to become these egotistical uh, people who are... Uh, you know, always right, and yeah, whatever, whatever the opposite polar thing is. And it's not that way at all. You're beginning to understand that you're able to accept who you are without being a creep about it or a braggart or, you know, forcing down everybody's throat how wonderful you are. You are not going to become that. It's a matter of absolutely accepting the purity and perfection of who you are without uh, any of that, it's um, it's moving into connecting with the self and your own ability to be the directing identity. And the uh, I just saw a lot more powerlessness just kind of spurt out there. So you're releasing, continuing to release powerlessness. But as I say the, as I'm speaking to you, every once in a while you get more coming out. Uh, an intense, more intensity of stuff releasing because we're each the, the directing identity for our own lives. We're each able to do for ourselves. We come well equipped, everyone, well equipped with this pure soul essence. We can do whatever we want, whatever we put our minds to. It's only our viewpoint, our inability to accept that we have this 
quote unquote power uh, that we have not quote unquote that we have this power of the miraculous at our fingertips including changing our lives changing our lives okay so Angela you stood up and I'm really glad I want to call in divine equality divine uh, perceptions and connections to the self and I want to call in uh, that higher heart consciousness energy. And I'm seeing it move in through and around you specifically. I want you to just bathe in it because that it does carry that uh, it triggers off the innate desire to love and be loved. And it is means to love and uh, to love yourself. It's triggering that off as well. Now I'm now well with that. It's also triggering some stuff at the at the heart center. I'm feeling immediately. Fear, fear of failure, fear you, fear you can't do it, fear it's not going to work, okay? A lot of self-doubt here. Uh, fear it's not going to work, fear uh, that, that, you know, everyone else can use it and be and get it successful at it, but not you. You know, on some level, um, there's a lot of self-doubt here. And so I want you to release it. And that's very painful because of the self-disappointment over and over again. But the self-disappointment, I want you to be aware, was built upon a misunderstanding. The understanding, the misunderstanding was if you do a certain thing, you do it a certain way, you erase yourself, not accept yourself, then your life will be great, you'll be saved, you'll bop, 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 bop. So when you didn't, then you felt like a failure. So in fact, it's, this is really important. The self-disappointment was because you built the, you decided to be a certain way that was doomed anyway, because that's not the path that, that's not the, uh, the focus of attention that we're all moving to or that we were in in so many of those lives. That's what we were taught. We took in those belief systems. So we therefore felt like a failure based because we were trying to do something that could never have been successful in the beginning. We were never going to be saved by the higher power. We're in the human kingdom. That is not, it's not about something external to us saving us. It's about moving into the state of awareness that we carry the higher power within and we have all the ability, all the tools, all the techniques to do for ourselves uh, and create exactly what we want in our outer reality and to uh, connect with so that we can be living out of that place. And so there was no ability for you to be successful. And if you were successful in some way, it was accidental. <laughs> it was a misunderstanding too, but I don't see a lot of success here. I see chronic misery, chronic sense of failure, chronic sense of self-doubt because it brought in the self-doubt because you saw and experienced this failure over and over again, not knowing it was based on a misunderstanding, not getting it. You bought into the program and the program didn't work. So somehow it was your fault. Everybody else bought into the program. So why wouldn't you? So when it didn't work, you're at fault. You're the problem. And this is the self-doubt. And I have to say, 
I'm feeling tremendous amount of clearing coming from you. Tremendous. There is a sense, I want to call in divine breath. There's a sense like that you got rid of so much energetic stuff that you can breathe for the first time in a long time. Now, I'm not saying that you're completely through this pattern. It was deep and long. But the peace that we came in to heal today, uh, whatever the layers were, have been really moved through. You've done a great job, an absolute great job. And if you listen to this healing uh, again and again, pause it when we're in the middle of new things will come up to mind because as you take off layers, as we all take off layers, new things, new new ideas, new um, concepts that you want to heal come up, you go ahead, even though I haven't said any of them, just pause it and I want you to continue with the releases. So you're going to get deeper layers of the things we've already worked on and start to release new layers by becoming an active participant in the healing itself. So I'm encouraging you to uh, listen to this healing over and over again. And anybody else out there that can relate, that resonates to the healing because it seems so familiar to what you're experiencing, listen to the healing again. It doesn't matter that it's anchial. It doesn't matter. We all have everything, different degrees, different uh different directions that manifest with different details, but we all have these patterns. This is part of the human condition. All right, so now let me just continue to focus on Angel for a moment. Well, I see you actually growing in stature. Um, There's a sense of inner strength here. For the first time, you're starting to connect with more more of who you are with that inner pure soul essence power. just watching the um, okay let me just see how we're doing on the anger thing a lot of the sort of red um, very intense anger energy I was feeling in the stomach area that was so much part of the feelings of powerlessness uh, a lot of that is beginning to to be it's a greatly reduced. I want to call in divine calm, divine serenity, um, as much as I can. Whatever else, known and unknown, whatever energies the divine energies that the higher self would bring in, I want I want all of that to come in to continue to soothe the the stomach to soothe that internal rage to continue to allow it to to heal to flow to become neutralized and dissolved all right uh the higher selves are indicating that the healing is done it was intense it was big some very big concepts the the forever now moment is closed down we're now still standing in the now moment and the the interesting thing is Angel is getting the cocoon, but so is everyone else on the rim. Everyone is getting the cocoon because there's been a tremendous amount of relief and a tremendous amount of uh, shifting in that energetic field. And as I said every as I say every week with every healing, the 
healing will continue to process as long as there's permission given at the soul level by the individual uh, within the cocoon, then also it will help with the acclimation. I do want to call in uh, divine acceptance. Now, higher heart consciousness, divine love, also contains divine acceptance. It contains divine forgiveness. I want divine forgiveness in there too, though, uh, because I want it to be uh, part of the conscious mind that that you're moving to a place of forgiving the self, uh, accepting the self, and loving the self. We want that true unity within, that at-oneness with who you are, not to erase who you are or to become someone else or to push over to the side parts of you that uh, you believe are wrong or bad in some way, but to uh, release those beliefs and then move into a sense of self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, and self-love. Okay. Well, wow. With that, I see Ansel, Ansel moving to the Back to the rim, um, I want to just check the energy around the various people on the rim. It all's looking good. Uh, of course, there's way too many people here for me to, you know, individually pick someone out, someone specific out, but uh, the higher selves can and have in the past indicated to me occasionally, not often, where there's a, a group of souls that carry a similar pattern that I hadn't gotten to in doing the main issue or the main person, and I don't see that now. So we are, the healing is done, and I want to thank everyone, especially Anshul, for absolutely stepping forward with this very powerful healing. The it's such an opportunity for all the listen for all of us to the listeners to come to a, a new level of understanding, a new level of uh, finding ways to accept ourselves and finding what's in there to that holds us back, that holds us stuck. Um, the I forgot to tell you guys, but the solidified truth it it's not completely gone, but it was so much reduced that, as I said, it was as if he could breathe for the first time and he was able to take a deep breath in a way that he was that you, Angel, hadn't been able to do in a very long time. So there is more work that needs to be done on it, things that have been conditioned over eons of time. Trust me, they have deep root systems. Go in and work on those roots, work on the residues, work on more layers and different parts of the puzzle. And if you have more problems, remember you can always give me a uh, send me an email again and say there's another issue or I'm having trouble. Because trust me, if you're having trouble, a lot of people are. So I do invite again everyone to contact me if you have an issue. Uh, Janet at JanetRichmond.com or Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com. Whoa. Um, this was great. I can't tell you how much I'm, I tell you every week how great it is to have this group. It continues to expand and help me move. And I do the, I do the homework. When I 
teaching you guys this stuff, trust me, I'm out there really working at it. Um, I don't want to just talk. I want to walk the talk, you know what I'm saying? I do find so many times to become conscious of that, either my true soul essence or the higher heart consciousness or the pure soul essence, whatever, different things come in at different times. I, I really, and I, I I just really can't tell you, the more you do it, the more you do it. It's the habit imprint comes into play and you begin to really feel it too. And it feels good as you're walking around your day. And then at some point you realize that feeling isn't there. So you, you do it again. And so it just feeds on itself. And I know that I'm helping myself move forward. I know that I am. And it's just, it's just too funny, the silly things. I'm cleaning the cat litter, okay? And I'm doing it, all right? Um, <laughs> as I said, I think, I don't know whether it was on the pre-tape show or not, because I've already done the one for next week. Uh, going, put, bring the garbage out. I'm doing it. I'm going to get the newspaper. I'm getting the mail. I'm, of course, walking around, exercising. There are so many times that all you have to do is just those few moments. It's not about sitting in a dark room three hours, three different times a day or something, or even 10 minutes three times a day. It's the consistency. It's the uh, focus. And again, do it and, and bring in whatever energy you feel good about. We're, it's not about all of us doing it exactly the same way. We're all snowflakes. And then once we become to the point come to the point where we're fur, fully at one with who we are it will be easy effortless to be at one and accept who everyone else is and we will move into the place of simply role modeling that and facilitating the humanities moving into that same sense of self acceptance the sense of at one minute, and eventually we will help the groups around the planet create the space of acceptance so that they can have different beliefs, different ways of life, different political systems, different philosophical systems, without feeling they have to push those things onto any other group. It's, it's very powerful, guys. We need to become one at one with ourselves, and we are. We're moving that way. The high, all these, every week, the higher selves are giving us more. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm sharing with you more and more of the higher self information to allow us to get to that point. Uh, there's someone I know who's just absolutely loves the, the 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 show, and I don't remember when it was on committing to the self. She has a, she can't get herself to listen to anything else because that one speaks to her so much. And I really want to encourage you, it's the same way. If you find any one of the shows that you just resonate to, don't feel like you have to listen to every other show or take your time or jump around. I do tend to build, but there's an individual topic in each one. So it's not like you're not going to get something out if you jump around. You're going to get something out of every show. So with that, I'm going to say... Have a great next three weeks because I will not be, uh, wait, is it three weeks? I won't be back for three weeks. I'm, the next two shows, 
I will either have two pre-taped shows or one pre-taped and one dark. As I said earlier, I'm not sure if I can get to the second pre-tape. And then I will be back in three weeks to live show. And I'm hoping to have some feedback from some of you about how you're going, how the process is, any questions you have, any requests. I will have access to email, but it will be sporadic. And I will always get back to each and every one of you. Just I never know exactly when. Um, for example, I went to Arizona to do that TV show, and the hotel had Wi-Fi, but it was so slow it took two minutes for one email to get to me. So I couldn't, the day driving, the day there and the day driving back, I couldn't get to emails at all. So I, you know, that kind of thing happened. So I didn't respond to people as yet. And I will. So it's never about I'm ignoring anybody. I do get back to anybody. I really appreciate so much the support and the community that we're building. I really love you guys. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye. And I'll be back live in three weeks. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.